2: Hello everybody, I forgot even how to use this, it's been so long since we've done a team sheet tantrum, but thanks be the jeepers or whoever the hell you listen to or pray to above, it is football time is back because it's, uh, it's only been a few weeks but it's been a bloody long few weeks as well at the same time, team sheet tantrum, Aston Villa versus Walsall, pre-season friendly at one o'clock and I love it, it's, a, it's an absolutely beautiful day here in Ireland, first day I'm feeling uncovered and uh and yeah, it's like a fantastic day. I don't know, am I getting emotional or something here while I'm doing this intro? Paddy save me, save me. Save me. <laughs> it's
0: okay to be emotional, Neil. Absolutely. I know, it's, 30, 32. <laughs> it's uh it's it's great to be back. It's it's a month since I was last in the stadium, over a month I watched Ireland play Scotland, so uh looking forward to getting back to reality and normality and planning trips and Uh, If only Sky would tell us a bit earlier in advance when games are going to be on, we could do things a whole lot easier, but we just have to get on with it. But yes, it's great to be back. Uh, A little bit annoyed that this is an early kickoff because I was going
2: so well with my power washing, it's just going to have to take a break for a couple of hours. Oh, boo-hoo. I'm really delighted. (laughs) When you're you're in isolation and you get to have a Saturday that goes something like 8 o'clock, Ireland versus New Zealand in the rugby kickoff. uh, Half 10, or was it half 10? yeah half 10 kickoff for England and England and Australia, and then you just close into Villa, close into F1, close into more rugby, everything. Today is just a perfect day. Today is the perfect day to be in isolation with It COVID. is. like yeah. it's an actual perfect day runs all the way through. I think and there's boxing then tonight, Derek Chisora and Puov uh, later on tonight, so there, I literally I'm, I'm, I forgot all about that. Even even if I was even if I tested negative this morning, I probably would have still faked a positive just so that I didn't have to come out of here because it's just so much easier to watch sport all day. Uh, <laughs> but the main thing, the main main event of the day, as you say, is great to see Aston Villa coming back, uh, a Villa football coming back, and we're going to have. Like you're 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 talking about an early start at one o'clock today, but there's going to be even earlier starts coming down the line. You know, once the guys get down under, you going to Oz. So uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like point. to put it on
0: record right now that we won't be doing Team G tantrums for the games down
2: under. I will. I might. I probably you're on
0: will.
2: your own, kid. <laughs> I probably will. <laughs> might have to well, go to do it, but we'll,
0: the, fact, we'll the fact that I'll be on my holidays and probably won't get up for for the live game will uh, will determine that I definitely won't be on the Team G Tantrum for the first I, two anyway.
2: I'm 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 actually I won't be working for the whole for, for the whole lot of that time. I've got some paternity leave that I didn't take at the time that I'm gonna take now. So I will have some spare time provided that uh, that it fits into sleeping time for the little child. So um you never know. The team sheet tantrums could be coming thick and fast, but we're here today. And to be honest with you, this is a bit unknown, a bit of an unknown for us because um I don't even know if they released the team an hour before the game today. I'm hoping that they do, but they have released a full the a, a, a squad that is available for the game today, Paddy. And I'm just going to go down through it. I was trying to type it out, and then I just kind of lost interest in typing it out because um, it's it's <laughs> essentially everybody except for the um, the returning internationals. And uh, say, saying that Cameron Archer is there, albeit he was an, an under twenty one international, which I think is interesting. But we don't have Tim Irubunum. Um, who's, who isn't there, obviously, being with the under-19s. Um, and we don't have, obviously, Karen there either being with the under-19s. They're not in the squad. But the squad is, as such, we're going to have a youthful goalkeeper in goals today, either be Sinisalo or Philip Marshall. Um, Diego Carlos is likely going to make his debut for Aston Villa today. Tyrone Mings is there. Callum Chambers, who Paddy's looking forward to seeing today. It says Courtney House is available for today, but he didn't look like he was going to be able to play football less than a week ago. So that's going to be an interesting <laughs> one if he does suit up. Um, Douglas Louise is in there. Morgan Sanson. Buendia, Watkins. Ings. Jaden Philogene, bedais who, if you guys didn't catch it last night, I did mention at the start of the, of the off-season that some of our work would only be audio only. Reason for that is that some people don't like doing video content and we don't want to. Um, maybe not speak to them because of that. So, on our audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find a great chat I had last night. with We are Stoke about Jaden Philogine bades about the sublimely ridiculous stuff that he did at Stoke, which they thought was really great, and then maybe some of the pitfalls and some of the speed bumps that he came across. I'd advise you to listen to it, because I learned an awful lot about Stoke, and yeah, I definitely spoke about Nathan Collins with them as well. So, you know, if you are still on the Nathan Collins buzz like me, um, give that a oh. listen. Um, Marvellous Nakamba is in the squad. Bertrand Truro is in the squad. Louis Barry is in the squad for today, even after playing last night, which I think is interesting. Ben Christine. Is there Lamar Bogart, Josh Feeney, fresh off um, the three of those guys, fresh off signing new deals this off season? I think Ben Christine did as well. Um, Kane, Kane Kessler Hayden, who I think everybody's really looking forward to seeing today, our Scottish signing in January, Kerr Smith is is on the is is in the squad today, along with Finn Azaz, who we did a lone watch who had a stellar season at Newport County last season. Uh, Brad Young is in the squad also as well for today. Um, fresh off scoring goals, just like Louis Barry last night. Tommy O'Reilly in the squad, once again, coming from last night as well. Freddie Gilbert returning back in the, in the Claret and, and Blue of Aston Villa is in the squad. Uh, as are Anwar Al Ashley Young, and I think somebody who everybody is just presuming is going to score a goal at some stage today. The wonderful, exciting and youthful Cameron Archer. So that makes up the squad that the that we have today, and it'll be interesting to see what the makeup of the first eleven is. Lots of excitement there, Paddy. I'm looking forward to seeing at least seven or eight players there. I'm looking forward to seeing today. I'm looking to sort of see how they get on. But anybody there that you're really looking forward to seeing um, in the and Blue today, and to see how, they, how how they're going to get on? Yeah, well, I, th- I think it's it's going to be
0: one of those games. We're, we're going to look at it. It's going to be kind of testimonial pace. Uh, it's about players getting minutes under the belt. Um I'd imagine we won't see an awful lot of, of uh the likes of Louis Barry or Brad Young or whoever played last night. They might get a few minutes at the end if somebody stays on for 70 or 80 minutes, who knows. Um I want to see Diego Carlos. Um yeah. I want I want to see Kessler Hayden play I want to see Kessler Hayden play half a game. I want to see Gilbert play half a game. Um I'd like to see Feeney playing with the big boys, obviously Cameron Archer. Still excited for him. Um, and it's a big opportunity for for a lot of people who who are in and about the squad. We don't know how many is going to go to Australia in the morning. So uh, it'll just be interesting to see who he sees as potential and, and to see who ultimately doesn't get anything today. Because with that amount of players, that's probably what will happen. Uh, I wouldn't read too much into Brad Young or Louis Barry, the fact that they played last night, but anybody else who's left out who might be carrying an injury or whatever, but is just there to be there, um, will be interesting. So we we'll have a lot of conspiracy theories after the game today, if nothing else. Yeah, for for me, I'm
2: I'm looking forward to seeing with the two goalkeepers. I think it's I think there's a conversation to be had there that uh yes, while we have signed Robin Olsen and he is an international standard goalkeeper behind Emmy Martinez, that when you're looking at squad squad building, when you're looking at squad construction, and I suppose you're also looking at financial fair play, you're also looking at, at uh, succession planning within your squad. There's a lot thought of both of those goalkeepers. Sinisalo is really highly thought of, really highly thought of. And Philip Marshall, yeah. we we poached Philip Marshall, who was in England under-16 goalkeeper at the time. I think he was playing with Man City even, and we poached him from Man City to come play with Aston Villa. Um, and, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the two of those. Now, look, I'm not expecting them to go out there and give David De Gea or Donnarumma kind of performances at mm. the age, 17, 18, 19 years of age because they're, they're generational talents. But I think it's nice to kind of look at that and to to hope that... If we can grow our own goalkeeper, so to say, it can save you money in the back end. Because think of it this way: the wages that you pay a backup goalkeeper sometimes is the deadest money in all of football. Because you you never want to be able to you never want him to ever see the field. And you can you can be guaranteed that Robin Olsen is sitting on the bench, probably picking up thirty thousand, maybe forty thousand. He's an international standard goalkeeper, lest you forget, still talking out for Sweden. So you know it's all about those little incremental savings that mean nothing when we're talking about them here on the 9th of July but over time can make a big difference you know if you don't have to pay that and you have a, a succession planning with young, young goalkeepers that are coming through and I think it's something that the league is looking at looking at very very favourably you just have to look at Liverpool they've got Creven Kelleher coming up he's going to be now on their bench man city i think this season man city have have Stefan and got in on their bench came up through their academy i think actually if they've gotten an offer for Stefan they would have sold him and put Gavin Bazuno on their bench. But the offer for Gavin Bazuno was just too good. So they don't know, have now let him uh, leave for pastures new, obviously, with that that mm-hmm. buyback cause. They're so so thrifty at putting in there. But it's uh, it's something that I think I'm looking forward to as well. Another person I'm really looking forward to seeing play is, um, because, for obvious reasons, is Finesse because he's never set foot in Baltimore Heat. Didn't set foot in Baltimore Heat last season. And he went out in Newport County. And the account I got from, from the Newport County guys was just so, it was so glowing of him that I need to see it for myself. I need to see what he can do himself, you know, for us. And I'm hoping that he gets the start today. And it looks like we have team news that I'm going to share with you guys now. So let me just share up my screen. We have, and I'm going to get my wish. We have Sinasalo on goals, Ken kessler Hayden, Diego Carlos, and Mings, who with captain's armband, and Ben Crissend. That is a really exciting back four, because I think we might even see that back four in the Premier League at some stage this season. So I like that back. I, I'm really, that's music to my ears. My boy, Finesas, is starting in midfield with Nakamba, Traore, Aghazi. Ba- Bailey wasn't even on our list that we had. Oh, well. Traorie, Algazi, Bailey, and Archer. Interesting. Are we playing a 4 2 3 1, Paddy?
0: No. Uh, we we are.
2: Uh, he's,
0: he's hardly playing Bailey alongside Archer. Um, yeah. It has to be, doesn't it? I just can't I th- see I, it think being it
2: actually, I, I think it has to be. Unless he's playing Finizaz in in the central three and he's got. I just couldn't imagine that he'd have Traore and El and Ghazi as 2-8. So I think this is a four two three one, 2
0: mm. which one uh, which, which will be interesting to see because it, we, we did doubt on how he was going to pigeonhole uh, Bailey into this system. So uh, let's see what he does today and
2: see if this is something he has in mind for, for utilising Bailey this season. Bailey, like we didn't even have him on the list and, and that's the list that came from. I don't. I don't think you, I don't. Think, I don't remember you mentioning El Ghazi either. No, El Ghazi. Yeah, I did. I can see his name mm-hmm. there. It's just so long; it stands off uh, out on the page. But yeah. um, that's that's a really interesting starting lineup. I'm I'm surprised that Archer has gotten the start for for reasons that he he's played. Um, he's he's played a lot this 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 yeah. summer already. I thought I, I, know, be, I, I thought. I think
0: I think this is more. A tri- you know, I think this is more Archer season as opportunity. I'd say yeah, he probably yeah, yeah. had some extra time off, which he didn't take. Um, it's an interesting lineup in that you're probably going to see Traore through the middle or Bailey through the middle with with, with the other two guys either side, whatever it is. Poss- possibly Traore through the middle. That's the only that's the only logical thing I can see um, with El Ghazi and Bailey doing doing that wide work. Um, yeah, look, I, I know it, people will say it's a. Uh, it's a bit ridiculous to be reading into it too much at this stage of the season, but uh you know, this this is our first day back. We're excited. We're looking at we're looking at new signings in there. Um, really excited to see what Diego Carlos has to offer. Um, really excited to see Kane Kessler Hayden getting a, a decent run out. <clears throat> Excuse
2: me. So uh Of all yeah. of all, Paddy, I'm just really excited that they didn't call our bluff and, and actually name the starting eleven an hour before the game because Oh, yeah, I I was wondering what the hell we were going to talk about if they didn't name the starting <laughs> 11. So we did kind of take a shot in the dark with the team sheet tantrum today going, hmm, maybe they might do it, maybe they won't. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just delighted that they did. Joe Keating here makes a good point. Yeah, you've got it there before me. Do you think this is about <laughs> cutting up? I 100% think that this is about putting players in the shop window. 100%. I think those those definitely Traore and Al that are there. I think this is put okay. up or shut up for for one of them, and I think the other guy. I think if the right money comes in, we might sell him if we have someone better. To, to I'm, gonna go, on, to I'm gonna go. I'm
0: gonna go a little rant here because Joe has asked, "Can we can we uh, put someone in the shop window?" <laughs> because someone's asked who's paying the fiver for the game today? I didn't pay a fiver for the game today. I paid forty quid for for the season, and I'm more than happy to pay it because if if the season is is. Goes rapidly downhill, then they'd be pissed off that I paid it. But I'm paying it now to support the club, and the money goes into the club's coffer, so I really don't mind. But as regards shop window, it's all tied in because I can't imagine somebody is going to pay Fiverr to watch Anwar Al Ghazi playing against uh, against Walsall unless they have a vested interest or, or they're interested in signing him already. So, um, you know, in, in that lineup, I think he's realistically the main one that's probably want to be shipped out. I can't imagine there's anybody else in there that's uh, that's looking to be in the shop window. With regards, our management team's opinion, anyway.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's. I think there's a couple of guys there that would be in the shop window. Like I think Ben Christine is. I think if they get an offer to loan him out to a club that really suits us, he he will be loaned out because I, I just I you everyone knows that I think that it's it's almost nailed on that we have left back another left back coming into the club. A lot of people I've seen online saying that Freddie Gilbert can cover both flanks. Look, we're at the stage now in our squad building whereby Freddie Gilbert wasn't even with the club last season. I want to, and, and before anybody jumps down my throat to say, Gilbert was never given a chance. I, I agree. And I think that he probably will stay around this season, provided there isn't a massive offer comes in from France for him again. But he will cover the right back position. Will he get a lot of games? I don't think so. He's only ever played like five games at left back. And the last time he played at left back was uh, like the last game he started left back was for Can, I think, uh, back in 2018. So we got to look at these things that, you know, these things kind of grow legs for by Oh, this guy has played left back before. Yes, he has. But, you know, he's he's played there very fleetingly. And I think it's just I think the full back positions aren't what they used to be anymore. And I think it's not a case whereby you can put a guy in there to do a job. I think it's a heavily, heavily specialised position. And whether you be left or whether you be right, I think it's a heavily specialised position to, to the side of the field that you play on as well. So um, I, I, just, I just think that Ben Crusade I'm delighted to see him there. I want him to grab that brass ring. And if he becomes the backup to Luke Dean, absolutely brilliant. But I think mm. if the club has an offer for him to go out on loan to maybe a mid-championship table, championship team or even to a, a, a top of the top of the table of League One team, I think that he will get his yeah. get his offer on loan, and it was interesting because they they did have a five minute interview with him yesterday with Michelle Owen, um about preseason, and he actually mentioned it himself. He said, "If it's a loan, or if it's if I'm with the first team, I'm I'm okay with either." And the fact that his mindset and his mentality was okay, I'm ready to go out on loan if because I, I need minutes. I think that that might be something that the player might be actually talking about to. the to the, to the upper management himself as well. So delighted to see him get a chance here and delighted to see how himself and Kane and Kessler-Hayden do on those flanks yeah. uh, in this game today.
0: I don't, I don't mean to keep going on about certain individuals, but I, I think the next four weeks is absolutely huge in the future of Leon Bailey and this club. I think he needs to nail down a spot. I think he needs to find a, a place in whatever setup Gerard is going to play come the 6th of uh, August. But most importantly for him, he has to be fully fitting at the top of his game. Come the sixth of August, he has to take every opportunity with both hands, or he'll be shipped out before the transfer window is closed.
2: Leon Bailey won't leave this club. This, this—I don't think he will. But I think, that, like,
0: <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it, I, you know, it's a huge opportunity for him, and I hope yes, 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 yes. the fact that he's been back early, he, he's been in there, he's been training, and and he has the right mindset. There's a lot of people criticised to say that he probably hadn't had his head in the game last season. He needs to get his head in the game because if his head's not in the game, then he needs to be shipped out. I'm hoping that's not the case, but it could possibly happen.
2: I And that that's an interesting one because I don't know. And, and Leon Bailey, we might do a full podcast just on Leon Bailey during the interim while they're going down to Australia because I think he's a... Like, it's funny that i have not really seen anything as in written or heard anything that he's a negative influence in the dressing room. I've only heard that he's a positive influence. Yeah, he he kind of looks like a child sometimes and he sulks, but not to the degree of someone like an Nalgazi. And I think whenever I've looked at him, I think he's been more pissed off the fact that he knows he's a good player and injuries have fucked him up and he's trying, he's kind of like almost Things aren't going my way, and I'm trying to force myself back from injury, type of guy. Whereas sometimes you would see players that have moped around the field, and they've been like, "Oh, I'm feeling sorry for myself for no particular reason." But we'll we'll do a, we'll do a podcast on him, actually. I think, and we'll see if we can maybe <laughs> uh, maybe try and try and bring in people from from get from uh, from Leverkusen or something like that, just to talk about him because I know he had a spell whereby himself and Peter Bosch didn't exactly get on and see how he how he reacted to that as well, because he's a guy who we spent a lot of money on. He's a guy who should, he's tailor-made for the Premier League. Leon Bailey is 1 million percent tailor-made yeah. for the Premier League.
0: Well, and we've we've spent an a awful lot of football money football on him,
2: football. an awful lot of money. So
0: it need, it needs to start coming to fruition and, and hopefully with a proper pre-season, uh, a good warm weather pre-season, well, warmish weather down in Australia. It's, I know it's winter down there at the moment, but yeah, it it's it's an important preseason for him and and a couple of others. Um Bertrand Triore needs to get his act together too. He needs to keep himself fit. Um El Ghazi I do believe is on the way out. Yeah. yeah I Do can't. believe he's the only player on that list that's on the way out. Apart from obviously maybe a couple of so uh, uh loan moves, but I think realistically El Ghazi is uh, playing for a transfer at this
2: stage. Paddy, give me your prediction on a minute. Uh, on what minute Diego Carlos absolutely goes through somebody like a bus because i this is like i just he 's just a block of an individual like he 's just a big 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 man, and i wouldn 't like to be any of wildhall strikers i wouldn 't like to be you know Connor Wilkinson is going to be there remember Connor wilkinson the next big next big thing um he's he's uh he 's going to be there today um who else do they have up front? For Andy Williams I'm just reading now I I just had to go to Wikipedia Now to read off And Liam uh, Liam Kinsler is there Mark Kinsler's son Uh, He's playing with Walson At the moment But um, I'm sure Walson Might have a couple of Trialist 1 Trialist 2 Maybe out today as well You never know Um, That's what I love about preseason friendlies too We took it
0: all We brought them to our land An endless night
1: No purchase necessary. Void are prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, I, I don't think I don't think we're going to see full throttle Diego Carlos today. I think I think it's about getting minutes into the legs, uh, finding your feet at, at this level, um, learning what the players around you are going to do, learn what learn what Tyrone Mings is is uh, all about, um, positional sense, getting closer to him when he needs to, giving him space when he needs to, show him for the ball, all that kind of thing. That's the most yeah. important thing he'll get out of the pre the, the preseason. As you say, he's an absolute beast of a man, and I anticipate that the first time we we see that is probably going to be against Bournemouth.
2: Um, thanks very much, AVFC agent Gerard. Thank you, thanks a million uh, for for that. Santon Gilbert Gilbert not getting a look in. I, I think we'll have eleven changes or ten changes at halftime, um, possibly. So I think that we'll see them in the second half. I I, I did myself think that. Uh, it would either be Ken Kessler, like I didn't really care who started it right back because I knew I was going to be excited to see Goodbear and I knew I was going to be excited to see Ken Kessler Hayden. Um do you know what would really be uh, a, a bolt from the blue? Like, as we mentioned, Courtney House isn't listed on the on the 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 the, the <laughs> people who travelled. I just can't unless he's gonna play in crutches, I have no idea how he's gonna play because he was do- like he was literally in a hospital bed less than seven days ago with a big massive bandage around his leg. Like, talking about God is good and everything like that. So if he if he suits up today and he gets time on the field, God bless <laughs> that doctor anyway, because uh, he's obviously done something well. Um, but I think that uh, we might see, uh, we, we, like, Lamar Bogard is another guy I'm looking forward to seeing in the second half, because, look, pedigree is something that's very, very, it's like a lot of people put a lot of stock in pedigree, as in, you know, this guy's son is playing and so on and i mentioned Liam kinsler there if i'm not mistaken he's mark kinsler's son i think I'm, i think i'm 100% on that um former villa player mark kinsler and former ireland yellow card machine mark kinsler But <laughs> <laughs> he's box to box to me but um the merpool guard is obviously is is yeah. on the bench for us today and uh he's maturing well. He's somebody we brought in completely out of the blue, has really good pedigree, obviously with Winston being his uncle, and his brother. Um, he's got a brother as well. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, who's still with Feyenoord, who's absolutely supposed to be even better again, so maybe we could pair the two of them up at some stage. But I'm looking forward to seeing him because even though he is a bit diminutive at six foot, He's always stood out as somebody who just knows how to play the game of football to me, even from the centre-half position. And when he played defensive midfielder in a couple of games for the under-18s as well, he always looked like he was just that small bit far, further down the line in his progression than other players, even at such a youthful, um, at such a youthful age. But uh, Bogart might be injured. What is this? What is this list? What is <laughs> this? List of lies? It didn't have Leon Bailey on it. It has Courtney House in it. And it is Lamar Bogart. It's a list of lies. That's what no, well, look. If, if Phillips Phillip
0: says he, yeah, like for those that are just listening to the podcast, he, he says that he was uh, posting about an injury a couple of days ago. So it, it is, it is possible. But look, um, I, I think it's exciting if, if Lamar Bogard is is around the team. I think he's an incredible footballer. I think he'd play really well with the first team without that added pressure of being uh, constantly hounded. Because I think he's he's a great ball player. He's a great passer of the ball. Um, which you need to be at that level. So I, I think I think there's a great hope for him for the future.
2: Look at that pitch. Fair play to the to the groundsman at the best guy. That looks like an absolute carpet for a preseason friendly. In fairness, and- it always
0: is. It's a it's a cracking little old school stadium. Yeah. Huge big stand behind the goal. Um lo- lovely community feel about Walsall. Um yeah. they're they're a team that I always look out for. They're they're probably the closest team to us that I'd even be bothered looking for results for. Um, I'd just like to see them do well. I'd like to see them get a bit further up the leagues. Um, I'd love to see them challenging a bit more, but uh, probably hampered a bit by by finances. But by God, did I put the finances into the pitch because the pitch is always immaculate.
2: Yeah, and they've got a very good manager. They have a very, very highly thought of manager in Mike Flynn. Was with Newport County if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Was it Newport County? Was it Newport County? Mm-hmm. was one of the guys. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. go with Newport County. Um, was with Newport County and is is highly thought of. You know, he's 41 years of age. You know, he made the jump. Uh, he made the jump in the middle of last season or the end of last season, should I say. And this is going to be, you know, this is his jump up towards uh, to, to Walsall. And uh, he's going to know Fines as. as. Uh, pretty well, considering he played him quite a lot last season. So, look, this is going to be a nice game. Um, they're probably a week further down the line. It's usually, usually always goes that way. The EFL teams are usually a week further down the line in their, in their progression and their pre-season than, than uh, Premier League teams. So, hopefully, this is going to be a great day out for everybody who's travelling, and hopefully this is going to be a great game for uh, Villa and we get to see all the players we want to see because... Look, sometimes I find these games more exciting than I do the games like against Rain or whatever. Like we're going to have at the end because we're going to have we're going to be really in the entrenched kind of players that are going to start day one at that side at that side of things. Whereas there's a bit of the unknown here, and I'm a big fan of mystery. So um, I hope Finn's eyes goes out there and pings two in off the, off the crossbar. In the first 20 minutes, makes a name for himself and gets people talking because that's the beauty of preseason where we can get carried away. And Jesus, everybody who listens to this podcast knows I love to get carried away. And that's my that's one of my favorite things about sport is it allows you to get carried away. It allows you to park. Anything that's shite or anything that's, you know, that's kind of dragging you down and you can get carried away in somebody else's performance and live vicariously through them. So as your job today is to ping two into the bottom corner or top corner. I don't care. Make a name for yourself and have everybody talking about you between now and when you touch down in, in Australia in a couple of weeks time and uh, make a name for yourself when you go over there, too. But Imagine that nice adulation that, that one of these young players are going to get over the next few days if they go out there and uh, and and have a storm. or against Walsall, who are somebody, uh, who are a team that you know are entrenched within the pyramid within the, the the pyramid of English football. And every year, as you, as you mentioned there, un- under financial constraints, every year they manage to somehow you know put together a very very competitive team. And uh, I'm sure that will be no different under a good manager like Michael Flynn today.
0: Mm. And uh... You know they're 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 very good to ask the Villa. We we play our, our women's team play on their pitch. We we play big reserve game, games there from time to time, and you know we reward them by by this friendly every year. And I think it's an important one in the calendar for them to fill their stadium, even if it is with Villa fans, and and add a little cash injection in, into their their season ahead.
2: Just before we go. Um, guys, I want you to chat into the chat just before, so we'll, we've we got another three minutes, we're going to stay on here. Chat into your chat who you're most looking forward to seeing today, and uh, we'll call them out as 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 they come through. But Paddy, I think one thing that I've overlooked as well is, and this is why I've got this picture up here, there's Stephen Gerrard walking out with bag, two bags of balls over his shoulder. Number one, I like to see that, and you can't mistake Stephen Gerrard's hair. Because it's just it's it's the plainest, absolutely nondescript haircut, but it's almost iconic on Stephen Gerrard because it's his haircut. You know, it's definitely his haircut. But Neil Critchley is beside him as well, and we do have a changing in the guard in the dugout. We have, we will have had a new voice in the in the dressing room today. And look. I know there was a bit of a bit of talk at the start whether it 's a four two three one whether it 's a four three two four three three whether it 's a four four two even you know this is all going to become very apparent over the first five minutes, and i 'm nearly going to get this written on a t shirt from as my as my catchphrase, but we won 't really know how this team is going to line up until after the first f- um until after the first five minutes of the game, but I'm really looking forward also to seeing what Neil Critchley's influence is, and if we do set up and play play differently, if our wing backs are going to be as high high up the field, if we're going to maybe play with a bank of two in front of our two two uh our two centre halves, and that's something I'm definitely definitely looking forward to. Uh, looking forward to seeing um sebastian fisher really really appreciate that man that's that's really appreciated <laughs> thank you so much for that and sebastian says this should cover the shirt postage <laughs> uh, hopefully, it <laughs> hopefully it will in fact uh, if anybody actually has made it or if anybody at any stage does make it to the club shop if you're watching this please let us know what the what, what the actual product is like you know pop us a tweet and let us know and we'd be delighted to to, to know because uh I think, I think I'm think i just going to succumb to it and I will buy the new shirt because I actually like the look of it. So um, we'll see. We'll see what it looks like in the players today. Um, where else? Who have we? So we've got some players here. So uh Man says he's looking forward to seeing Bailey. Phillips says Aaron Reiki got called to the first team late last night. He did. That's true. That's why he didn't play at Chase Town last night. So we might see him. Might see him. Um. Kahua says 180 views, 33 likes. If everybody could give this a thumbs up, really appreciate it. Do it now while I'm getting started out to read down some more names. It won't take you 30 seconds to do it. Gaz is looking forward to seeing Bailey. Darren is like myself. He's looking forward to seeing Diego Carlos. Rex is looking forward to seeing Bailey. He needs to show his potential this season. Absolutely. Gloves wants to see Emmy Archer, and Carlos. Yeah, I think Emmy Buendia is somebody I'm also looking forward to seeing because I think that he's a determined individual and he's not going to short the, the challenge of having Coutinho there um, either. Um, Rex says as well to like the video, to head the channel. Absolutely, I can get behind that all day long. Rex, thank you so much. <laughs> Dico is looking forward to seeing Bailey and Carlos. Garrett says that Bailey needs to show his strengths. Uh Dico says it's like a pelt. Uh, I I think that's the the the, the field itself. Um and then the advocate review ENT says Bailey is going to be the main man for Villa this season. I hope you're right because we have a lot of outlay in him uh, from from the point of view of transfers. And let's let's not uh let's not forget as well that the three players we brought in last season big money didn't really step up last season to a great deal okay Buendia did and, and Ings got some goals but we will be seeing them in a full season with Aston Villa now this season or a full pre-season, should I say. And I would be expecting them to have elevated performances based on that as well. Um, Kahua says, we want March. I'm still, I'm waiting for a man to come back from holidays to, to <laughs> determine what the place is. I literally have, we're there and thereabouts, they say. I just need to know, I'm trying to figure out a way of, you know, <coughs> maybe, um, I'm just trying to figure out a way of trying to determine what sizes are and stuff like that and not carry too much stock. Um, but uh, keep posting on that. I think Maybe.
0: what uh, I think what Kahuna is getting at there is I showed him a little bit of possible merch yesterday, and he got excited. So he's, yeah. he's waiting for it to be launched.
2: Yeah, we will. We if 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 we don't have anything on t-shirts. By the by, the end of next week we'll definitely have something on mugs because the mugs are, are are there. It's just trying to find a way to get them. Uh, of, of getting them over to the UK is 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 the biggest thing. But we will definitely have something on mugs as well. So uh, more to come on that. Um, NACL official Nick Salter says, looking forward to seeing Traore. Hoping he shows he means business after a wasted year last season. Um, where else, Stevie J's? <laughs> Darren C's, says the grass looks very short at the Poundland Stadium. At least, sure won't fall over it today and be over for the season. <laughs> I think that I think that we're, uh, we're we're okay on that one. I'd be very surprised. I'd be very disappointed if anybody get injured today. And um, it's just one of those games that uh, we don't need injuries now going down to to Australia. So, guys, that's it. We've done over a half an hour in this team sheet tantrum. I've really enjoyed it. It's a it's going to be an exciting game. Like Paddy, I, <clears throat> I bought the Villa Pass, the £40 one or whatever, um, because, as I say, everybody will get certain use out of something like that. For myself and Paddy, we trawl through Villa Plus. We try and watch as many of the 18s games or as many of the, the academy games as we possibly can, or even the highlights. Um, obviously, we get the press conferences and stuff like that, so I find that I get really good value out of money. Value of money value for money for from it so um being an overseas uh person who can't go down to the stadium and you know you don't can't get enough villa fix for me it's absolutely fantastic so i have that and i'm gonna be watching the game today we did contemplate doing a watch along i'm not quite sure i'm up. I'm not quite sure i'm i'm the best person to watch a game with because i'm very sweary so we're very very sweary people watching games so um we we contemplated doing it. You never know. Might do it. Might do it for one of the Australian games. We'll see. But uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put my house in it yet. So, uh, twenty four minutes past twelve. Game starts at one p.m. on Villa TV. Um, I'll let you guys get yourself started. Thank you so much to everybody for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Please give it a thumbs up before you leave. If you're not a subscriber to the channel, we'd love if you could subscribe as well. I have something really cool coming out tomorrow in an audio podcast to do with the Academy. So if you guys could, could uh, subscribe to the audio podcast, I'd really appreciate it as well. Because uh, as I said, there's some things that we can't do on, on, uh, on YouTube. And uh, I will take them from the audio podcast and put them up on YouTube at a later date. But um, for now, we will be going out on audio with something tomorrow as well. So please subscribe on iTunes or on, uh, on Spotify or wherever you get it. And uh, we'd, be, we'd appreciate it if you get that a listen as well, because um, I'm really looking forward to that tomorrow. But for today, Villa versus Walsall at the Poundland. Bescott Stadium in Walsall, 1pm kick-off. We're going to leave you guys, get started, and we'll be back again with a post-match probably. I might come back. I'm doing nothing else, so I might come back on my own if Paddy isn't around. He's power-washing to do it, remember? He was given out at the start of the podcast that he didn't get his finished. So I'll leave him get that finished, and we'll chat to you guys later. So anybody that's there, enjoy yourselves. Anybody that's watching at home, enjoy it too. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa.